my god! Yeah, I never saw any of the starry stuff on the action cards. It I just saw the uh, the gray, like the lighter gray title border. I hope you have this as like a denouement after everything else. Oh, this will be the opening. What the f- is going on down there? Hey, Aaron, now we're in the podcast. Hey, how you doing? Uh, pretty good. I'll get right to the point. Uh, this is a little uh, thing we're going to reveal. Some cards from Wave 2 of the Transformers TCG, Rise of the Combiners, I believe was the name. Uh, those are a lot of words that tend to jumble in my head because of the number of things called Rise of the Age of the Combiner Wars of the Titans of Prime. So Return. Uh, Return, sorry, Return of the Titans of Prime. But uh, basically, we're going to just uh, tell you our spoiler cards... And then, if you want to stick around, we're then going to go into some preliminary tech ideas based on these spoiler cards. Uh, so basically, if you just want to know the spoilers, you're going to know them real soon. Especially if you already looked at the, probably, graphics that exist based off of this video or podcast, where people screen cap them and put them up so you could just look at them on Reddit. But, we also are going to talk a little bit about what we think these can do, and hey, maybe you like to have that on in the background. And maybe if we can coordinate it, we can get that Reddit karma. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, no, I, I'm I'm going to try to run over there to post a link. I'm, the problem is, right, is Reddit is like tier three. I'm already getting off topic. We're going to talk about yeah. Reddit tiers later. Uh, so we have two characters and two battle cards. Thank you, by the way, to the folks at Wizards for providing us with these spoilers. This uh, is real darn cool. Um, yes, yes. I've, uh, I mean, okay, I, I have this bad habit of humble bragging, but um, like I've I've handled advanced stuff before. But Aaron, I think this is this is uh, aside from your your crimson bulkhead this is a more of a new thing to you especially with cards i mean this is new to both of us i've i've handled other prototype toys before and like my job stuff that's not toys that's that's no i know that's that's technology Uh, helicopters and stuff i just want to say aaron you seem you seem super excited about this whole notion i i always find uh getting the opportunity to to be in on the know and then get to spread that knowledge um as a as an enjoyable thing and especially when i get to do it for a couple of different fandom things i enjoy so let's actually do it yeah than getting braggadocious about it alphabetically acid storm toxic terror is a six star ranged on both sides plain on one side decepticon character card uh he's a three 10-0 on the plane side, a 2 on the bot side. Uh, and the bot side is where this guy's thing, uh, you're all going to notice this. He's a rare, by the way. And when he's in robot mode, enemies can't use bold. That's Period. it. Period. Uh, and then when you flip to his alt mode, uh, for each card in your opponent's scrap pile that has at least two orange pips on it, repair one damage from this. So we're, we're getting the, into the tech in a second, but I'm sure you all realize the purpose of Acid Storm already. Uh, our other character card is Thrust Supersonic Interceptor, uh, an uncommon nine-star uh, plane ra- in, in alt mode, ranged on both sides. Uh, he's a 3-11-3 in alt mode and a 5-11-1 in robot mode. Uh, nothing on the robot mode side. He's a vanilla there, but... On the alt mode side, when one of your other characters attacks, you may tap this. If you do, the attacker gets plus attack until the end of turn, equal to this character's attack total. And uh, Aaron uh, has a real solid tech to share about this uh, in just a minute. Because we we originally just had those to talk about, but now we also have two battle cards. Uh, First up is Bad Attitude. This is an action card, a rare, number 7 of 81 from Wave 2. 
Uh, it has no pips, uh, and it says if you began the game with only Decepticon characters, repair one damage from each of your characters, then do one damage to each Autobot. This would be our uh, our wave two, at least as far as we know so far, uh, Autobot Decepticon tribal card uh, to join Matrix of Leadership in that very... Uh, exclusive club until we see the rest of wave two maybe there's more in there uh our other action card is evasive maneuvers this is a uh, one blue pip uncommon 28 of 81 upgrade armor gives you tough three after the upgraded character defends scrap this card it is mm-hmm. uh basically body armor without the prereq but you only get to use it once before you have to go fish for it again uh and those are our spoiler cards Please stick around. We actually are very excited to talk about these. Uh, and uh, Aaron, let's let's get right into it. Uh, let's talk about Acid Storm. This is the big, loud one, I think. This is the one that's going to be the one that gets a lot of noise right away, because this is the anti-the-meta card from yeah. early Wave 1. Um, so we got to see this a little bit earlier, uh, and we'd kind of been been thinking on, on these cards. And Acid Storm very much seemed like the... Uh, because at least the very first wave of the meta was all about bold double pip, double orange pip cards. Yeah. Bold double attack pip cards. Bold double attack pip cards. September, and October. Seems, and it seems like Acid Sword is a good nah to yeah. that. Like the, like the original, and I say meta in huge air quotes because like I agree with people who say that, you know, there really is no meta meta because we have exactly one major tournament with data, which is PAX Unplugged. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously bold orange based insecticons and dinobots are two big decks they were two of the big decks right away they were they people came up with counters to them uh after about a month but they are still a powerful easy to build and fun to pilot couple of decks and if you don't know how to deal with them they can be very frustrating because you might right. have a whole lot of plans and then uh dinobot rolls in with bold 15 and deals like 19 damage to you and no matter what you do that's probably going to suck yeah so acid storm i think is going to be a shutdown to decks like that the way that uh shockwave was to like my cosmos deck yeah of just like oh you have a deck and that's fun but you rely on this thing and trying to do that is going to be at least in this case not self-damaging but yeah. going to be not be happening what what it means is that if you're running a pure bold deck um be aware that there is a hard counter and uh so a that means like a maybe you just deal with it that's the risk you take are they running acid storm or not uh or uh the current bold decks and maybe using stuff we don't know about in wave two will adjust uh to compensate for this and and have a plan b for instance mm-hmm. um and also, I, the, I think that obviously the robot mode on Acid Storm is is the big news. The alt mode flip is a cute ability that, yeah. unless there are a ton of extra double orange cards in Wave 2, is going to be like, well, this is a fun thing for if they yeah. really go after him. Well, I, I think that's something that will help Acid Storm out, though, because he has zero defense. Oh, absolutely. It's just I... So so I think Acid Storm, if, if that is up against a bold deck... Like Acid Storm, you know, if you're playing as Acid Storm, he's probably going to be the last one that you attack with. Oh, you want to protect to, this boy. To, to keep him safe because he's throwing that shield up. And, you know, if you manage to have, like, direct damage or or get lucky with phasing and get to get a hit or two in on him, like, that, that flip to let him use bold for a turn or so may be necessary in order to to peel that damage off. Oh, so. yeah, it's just, it's just that I... I think even with their bold shut down, zero defense and 10 health, that that is still something that can be punched one or two times. Mm-hmm. So I think that the alt mode flip is uh, is something that does not make him indestructible. I would I would say no. don't don't rely on that to protect no, him. You're going to want I think it, it other gives stuff good breathing there. room. 
Oh yeah, it's just, if you're running Acid Storm, I'd be like like off the top of my head, I would throw a heroism into that deck. Uh, I, I'm if I'm not running pure planes, I might even like I don't know. Acid Storm could have a Acid Storm could have a place in like an Insecticon's deck with Scrapnel, where you're like, okay, one less Insecticon, but also mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna we're gonna make it so that we have Bold and you don't, and then you got to get through Scrapnel if you want to touch Acid Storm. That's that's a real kludgy example yeah. but obviously if you're running acid storm you want to protect this guy at least until you wipe out the most scary user of bold on the other team yeah as for thrust uh so we got our we got our little combo we got our little combo with thrust i only th- am thinking as far as the two character combo Aaron, it sounds like you have a whole deck put together yeah but... i uh so so thrust you know he his big exciting thing is his his alt mode ability of Basically, he like attacks alongside somebody else. Yeah, um, but he's not actually attacking. But he's not actually attacking. Uh, so, like right off the bat, when we saw this, we went to okay, RC, RC, whatever her attack is, is Pierce, mm-hmm. and that's a gross thing to do to somebody. But hers, by default, she's like what one attack when uh, she one has attack base, that, when yeah. she has that ability. So you know, thrust, if nothing else, is another three. Right, a permanent leap into battle. But right. then, then the cute thing, which I'm sure the FAQ will answer when this stuff comes out. <laughs> so, you put yes. a grenade launcher on Thrust, it gives him plus four attack, and if you use his ability, he's never attacking. He is tapping. Right. So, <laughs> so then, since he's never, you know, big finger quotes using the grenade launcher, it stays stuck to him. And so now if you do that alongside RC, that's, that's Pierce 8, regardless of what you flip or what RC's wearing. So I think I think that's a, a very uh, breaky way to do other things. Uh, the other two I was putting with them were uh, Demolisher and Flame War because that lets you kind of go five wide. Oh, yeah. Well, five, four wide. Or right? four wide. Four yeah. wide. Yeah. Math. Numbers. I'm an engineer. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, like like this guy is, is basically a living buff and uh, like, right. ca- kind of like Acid Storm. You're kind of playing him to run one side of him. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, and it, it's kind of, it's almost a little. It's not broken. It's a little busted that the good side is the plane side, which means if you have this guy in a planes deck, whatever those may be in wave two, you never have to worry about flipping him, right? Because uh, he, he's sitting there with his three defense. I just realized, which is a big defense yeah. in this game. Uh, he is providing um the the existence of a plane, which can be huge in a planes deck, and he's also providing this you know one shot buff. The balancer of this is he taps when he uses the buff. So right. you are then turning him into a target. Um, and unless you are facing a two wide, that means you're never able to protect him if you use right. the buff. So that's, that was part of why uh, looking at like including Flame War, because she would give tough on top of everything else. Mm-hmm. And if you need to, you can flip her for bold. And then Demolisher was, I mean, he's a tank. He's got a big defense uh, either way. And on one side, he's got like you would basically you use his defenses bold. Oh, yeah. I got to I got to go back and reread him. I know that that comes in. What is it? You flip a card for each. Uh, When this is attacking, flip extra battle cards equal to his defense. So, yeah, you're rolling off six battle cards by default. The the one thing I'd say is Demolisher, if anything, might be the cut for me only because thrust flame war rc i'm gonna build heavily for blue uh because that would a that like with the tough that makes thrust basically a tank 
Mm-hmm. Um, since he's just buffing attack, I don't really care about flipping orange. I care about flipping a big attack value. Right, but so what the rest of the, like, scribbled pen that I have is <laughs> adding in uh, things that give defense to help progress the longevity because you're kind of going to be short in attack with thrust. Mm-hmm. While he's while he's going to be tagging in on somebody, he's going to be more open. So, um, looking at you know not a, not only having the the grenade launcher, um, but looking at other things like um, oh, uh, scribbled notes are hard to read when they're scribbled uh, like that. At eleven um, health, he gets use of two force fields, which is right. pretty good. <laughs> right. So so adding in things that just increase defense overall, um allowing him to like survive a little allowing everybody to survive a little bit longer because when you do your thrust rc trick whoever you're playing against is going to go oh that's gross i need to stop that Mm -hmm. and so then finding ways to step in front of it you know a a heroism in order to jump in front of rc or thrust potentially depending on if one or the other looks bad to me the idea is you hope to go first so that and you hope to draw the right thing so that you not only have thrust with a grenade launcher um but then uh, you're attacking with the, either your third or fourth member. You keep thrust and RC untapped as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, to equip thrust with a grenade launcher, equip RC with a grenade launcher, equip uh, either or both of them with leap into battles or plus attack things off of a brainstorm so that you have just a, basically a double strong good RC attack that right. eliminates the thing that might kill them. <laughs> and then, right. you, then you're sitting pretty. Then you <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely going to be the uh, the necessity for tactical play. Mm-hmm. Uh early on more i mean the entire i mean tcgs are about tactical play but it's definitely going to be something where it's not like i'm just going to turn this one right then this one right then this one right it's this, this be... game is is huge about that though like it's like that those are the decisions you're making that can like actually end the game for you way early if you even mm-hmm. if you you know transform the wrong character but the the thing that also excites me about thrust um because i mean acid storm is cool acid storm is also a friggin crowbar basically mm-hmm. he's a, he's a thing you you hit the other guy in the head with because he's doing the thing thrust is uh is is touching on the flavor of rare optimus in that he's able to do something outside of the system uh right. in this case uh, and again maybe the FAQ will will counter this but at at first glance this guy is basically able to uh to attack without attacking um and he's in on the back of someone else being the attacker uh and i think that's really fascinating um right it's 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 opening up again another another side avenue in the game uh and while this game is very much like like one of its backbones is its inherent simplicity uh i like um stuff that adds a complexity without adding a rule book mechanic if mm-hmm. that makes any sense if you want to get weird with it um was just thinking about at even beyond my scribbles think about something like an agility of bumblebee a utility that adds even more attack mm-hmm. just so that like the objective of thrust is to make that just that orange number as big as possible. He doesn't have to necessarily directly do anything with it. He's just sitting there going, "Hey, buddy, here's another eight. Yeah, like there there are going to be options. Like if it is if if it is ruled that him tapping exhausts his grenade launcher, which I I would not be mad or surprised if that ruling occurs. Yeah. Uh, there are plenty of other weapons to put on him that will give you know anywhere from plus one to plus three. So yeah, and an energon axe could potentially give himself pierce if he needs it later on. 
Yeah, like I, I think thrust three. attacking in either mode is a real last resort kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, thank goodness at least he has like a you know like five attack is not amazing, but that's a thing. That's still something on the other side, right? Um, so that you know you're, it's not like game over. I have a three three if he ends up being kind of isolated. Um, but yeah, I, also uh, FYI, these are two more planes. Uh, planes decks are getting a whole lot less linear, which makes me happy mm-hmm. as well. As someone who has been vehemently arguing that running the Seekers is viable, uh, with the caveat that you're also at that point running a Thundercracker deck, not necessarily a Planes deck. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm really happy to see more. I'm happy to see another six star plane for one thing because um, Skywarp will now be worth a penny, and it's uh, it, it's just good to see more planes in general. Um, that's a it's a really cool um, tribal archetype that needed some love in this wave so yeah I, I still think um so like conveniently i think that the two cards that we got kind of work into either one of these decks or mm-hmm. at least for some of this like those evasive maneuvers to give additional tough yeah um come, you know, come, if, come if, at if my I, two guys who are annoying utilities right <laughs> right here i get to flip additional cards yeah it's not so great that they scrap and it doesn't give a base but I mean, it's a blue card in and of itself, so it'd be in the deck yeah. to help out. And this is definitely something to 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 give um, that like additional turn. You know, I, I'm going to get one more round out of this because, yeah. man, t- tough, tough. It, it took a while in basically everybody's reports to see where that benefit was. But like tough three and a blue pip, I think it's it's just mm-hmm. it's beautiful um i don't mind disposable upgrade gear because the the pace of this game it's not like you you rarely are going to want to actually be relying on always having that tough value um occupying an upgrade slot i mean i also just played a game where i relied on having tough to reinforced armor on nemesis prime but like that's not a good feeling that's a i hope i keep flipping okay feeling um I, i i'm into upgrades that are disposable because it's like i need to make it through this one combat and then the plan must continue you know i can't mm-hmm. just sit here hoping this keeps going on it's also interesting because evasive maneuvers in every way shape and form comes off like an action card but is a one-shot upgrade right. um and i'm sure there's probably some kind of intention behind that which that's i i wonder how many ways with the way the system is at least right now that like when you're on the defense you're kind of a passive player yeah like like current currently in wave one it's like if you're on the defense there's a 30 percent chance you're running tanks with pierce mm-hmm. uh i mean I, i've actually well, been no, I'm, all... I'm saying when you're not the active player oh you're oh, entirely yeah. a passive player it's yeah. not like other card games where there are specific cards that you can play it during the opponent's turn or in the middle of an opponent's action yeah, you, you, you know, don't. You with, don't have transformers since it's you go, you do all your things. Instance, I go, yeah. I do all my things. This is kind of, I guess, a way to slip in a. Well, actually, and while you're doing your thing, well, it's kind of like I mean, there's a couple things that are are along those lines in Wave One, uh, at least tangentially. Like like one off the top of my head is Jazz's armor ability, mm-hmm. where it's like, well, if I if if I flip two white, then I have a better than scrapnel ability. I'm taking two damage. Right. Uh, and do you know how many times in the last couple of weeks I have faced Jazz's who very consistently flip two white cards on the defense? Probably a frustratingly high number of times. It it is kind of it is kind of cool though because uh, there was also a lot of um, locally there, the tone around Jazz was very uh, who is this guy and I'm I'm happy Jazz matters because um, mm-hmm. also I I love running cars with double matrices of leadership it's just uh, it's silly um, but bad attitude 
the other card. Uh, yeah. I like I like the idea of this. Uh, like like Matrix of Leadership on its own in a vacuum in Wave One came off super weird that it was Autobot only. Uh, mechanically mm. speaking, because it's like, here's the one card that is Autobot only in a game that almost aggressively says it doesn't really matter if you're running Autobots or Decepticons. Right. Um, so finally, uh, I say finally, I kind of mean it. Finally, we're, we're <laughs> seeing uh, the Autobot Decepticon thing also being treated as a tribal, uh, which to me encourages some deck building ideas way more so than the discouraging of deck building ideas that would exist if it was like you can only run faction specific teams right and you'd need a card to break that now instead it's like here's a card that encourages a faction specific thing uh which also incidentally two of the the deck archetypes one can say planes and insecticons are basically decepticon decks yeah uh, yeah, and this, this, this is this huge I can see for getting, a planes deck. This is huge. This I can see. Yeah, so I'd kind of penciled the the planes deck that I'd penciled together before was uh, Acid Storm, and then uh, Slipstream, and Starscream Air Commander. Yeah, and that just squeaks out to twenty five. It's the rough thing that there's still most planes are eight ish. Well, if you're, if you're running the Slipstream Planes deck that goes for this kind of damage, though, which, which is kind of the Planes deck in my head right. still, and it sucks because that involves a Gen Con card, but like, right. and, 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 and I'll say again, hopefully we get a, someone who replaces Slipstream in a potential lineup who doesn't yeah. also change the direction of the deck so right. much, like, so, like, like Thundercracker does. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a, a way, like, if it was a Slipstream deck, you're building to kind of, like, let the damage spread a little bit. Because you're getting to to offload that damage to other people, and most of uh, your damage is happening outside of the actual like attack damage, right? Uh, and so this like like full pings are are beautiful. Yeah, because like Starscream Aerial Commander is like when you attack, it deals damage. Yeah, or attack with him, it deals damage. I, oh no no, I wrote, um, I, wrote he, I wrote these things down, and that's then, slipstream. That's slipstream. Uh, Starscream yeah, well, is you you flip to alt mode and you do that's right. a it's ping on the damage flip. for yeah. right. So, you know, with that, you want to be all planes. So you flip them, you get an extra couple damage. Slipstream gets to pass off damage. And then, like with Bad Attitude, you know, uh, that's maybe a little bit too much damage sitting on my guys right now to make me feel comfortable. Eh, I'm going to pull it away. Oh, and deal some damage to some of your guys maybe as well. So, oh, yeah, you know. it, it's basically doing a bombing run. A bombing run, I believe, is the one where you pass a damage from each plane. Um, uh, not Not literally a bombing run, but... Oh, here, let's see. I got the cards right here. Because uh, this thing this thing also plays into my favorite yeah. planes combo. Yeah, bombing, bombing run is choose an enemy character, move one damage counter from each of your planes to that enemy. So, yeah, it, it's, that, is, that is a bombing run. In a, in a planes deck, that's a, kind of a second bombing run. Yeah, this, this, is, this is also bouncing off of yeah. a really good combo, uh, in my mind anyway, which is the photon bomb uh, bombing run. Where it's uh, you're doing two to everybody, and then you're passing one of those two on your side over to them, so it's three to all of them, one to all of yours. Right. Then you, you know, next turn pop a bad attitude, and you're like, oh, and also that one damage I took on everyone is repaired and passed over to all of you yeah. again. By the way, have fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the bad attitude gives me some some fun feelings. I, I love, uh, and also indirect damage is also my favorite way to refer to it because it makes no sense because it's actually very specifically direct yeah, damage. That that is actually direct uh, damage. But, you know, direct in this game is is so much more considered, in my mind, to be, like, character to character. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, uh, the, these battle cards, Bad Attitude's the one I'm the most excited for. Um, evasive Maneuvers is probably the one I'm going to actually be the most thankful for in deck building. But 
it's very much like occupying it's filling in one of the small little gaps in the you know vast spread of available cards now we have a tough three that doesn't need you to be melee and it's a blue pip yeah uh, it, it's, it's kind of the difference between like bad attitudes the one that you'd kind of like to build around Mm-hmm. And, and and figure out something really fun to do with it. And evasive maneuvers is probably going to be more like the, yeah, that's kind of like a one of, two of, and like a lot of things, right? Yeah, and, and bad attitude is also a repair with benefits, which is something that I think the game is really calling for. Because the repair cards on their own all felt like step one of a two-step thing that like step two doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. Uh, this this certainly isn't step two, but this is a this is a really nice you know another step one that can go places. Mm-hmm. Um, like if anything, the the one thing about bad attitude that I think really oriented towards planes and uh, outside of attack damage more than anything else is the lack of a pip. Um, it's occupying the similar space as plasma burst, where it's hard to justify putting this in a deck where you also want to care about boulder tough. Right. Uh, you want this in a deck where you're caring about pure values, you're caring about pierce, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, I I, I I only feel a little bit bad because to me, currently uh, in Wave 1, the healing deck, if there is one, is the Trucks deck. Uh, and this very specifically will no- not work in the Trucks deck. <laughs> yeah. Because that's a bunch of Autobots. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, unfortunately, the Trucks deck healing uh, meta that I, I so desperately want to actually see exist uh, does not get support from this. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm pleased with what we're seeing so far. I'm so happy to see uh, and you know an answer to bold. Uh, bold actually already has several answers, but I like that there's now just a character card who makes it you know simple. Um, I, I mostly actually like that there's a six star plane that isn't sky warped, so we can just let that that poor boy sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, sky warp, whose sole quality is is a plane and is six stars. <laughs> Um, hopefully in wave two, we also see, see something that makes stuff like sky warps abilities, you know, matter a bit more. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm digging some of this. I'm looking forward to doing some brewing, looking forward to seeing what the other spoilers are as well. Uh, yes. I'm, uh, I'm looking, I'm, I'm really looking forward actually to, to more battle card spoilers. Uh, as cool as character cards are, I feel like we had more to say hypothetically about the battle cards. Mm-hmm. Um, cause these characters, they add to the roster, but these battle cards are what we're actually, you know, we're actively doing in the game. Uh, I feel like they have more of an impact on the game, uh, yeah. the game state overall. Char- um, character cards are like the meat and the, the battle cards is like everything else that makes the good soup. Yeah. Like character cards are, are like, okay, what's the plan? The character cards. All right. But how do we do this? It's the battle mm-hmm. cards. So I'm, uh, I'm, I, again, I'm super happy. We actually got some battle card spoilers, um, because talking about Acid Storm and Thrust is fun, but specifically with one of these spoiler battle cards having so much relevance to planes, uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm happy with the little package we got here. So uh, Wave Two, Rise of the Combiners is coming out in uh, it was in March in the in the states and, and, and everywhere that doesn't need special Canadian packaging, um, if I recall correctly. I uh, hope that you all, you guys are all enjoying the reporting on all this stuff and. Mm-hmm. Uh, drop some comments uh, in here with your own thoughts on these cards. Uh, let us know what your recipes are. Let us know if, I guess, if the FAQ updates to say, no, you can't do that with Grenade Launcher and Thrust, you monsters. Um, and Aaron, thanks for joining me in here. Hey, I'm I'm glad to have, to have been here and, and that we're getting the opportunity to do a bunch of this fun stuff. Yeah, and uh, we'll have some more TCG podcasting uh, coming up as well. Uh, you know, we're always hoping to touch base with the the Watsy folks, uh, and and I don't know, we might think of some other reasons to talk about the TCG that that don't involve the Watsy folks. 
Uh, uh, send us questions that we might ask the Watsi folks for the next time we have an interview. Well, we'd want to do that in a dedicated thread. So, right. So you but can send them can... to us, but we may forget yeah. them until yeah. a dedicated thread exists. Because it's, it's what we do. But <laughs> Yeah. I Listen, I have one Google Doc that says listener questions. I, I, and that's a the second one that Google says... Doc could probably break you. Yeah. Well, I already have like 35 other ones, but it, it helps to only have one that Start says WTF at the front. Seth questions about the TCG and he's just confused and angry. Well, no, then he just starts telling me uh, about, you know, some fun stories from his uh, his D&D campaigning. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll talk to you all later. <laughs> and, uh, if you've not tuned into WTF TFW, we are at WTF.TFW2005.com. Excerpts do go up here on YouTube, but as well as the entire TCG podcasts. But, uh, for the main podcast, if you just want some Transformers talk that is, uh, sometimes even on topic, uh, head over, and check it out if you like what you heard here. Uh, if you didn't, then, like, go and check it out anyway. Uh, that's a thing yeah. people do on the internet. So It have- costs you all of nothing. Yeah, have have a good time with it, and uh, just don't leave angry reviews about it costing you all of nothing. No, please do, because Aaron still reads those, uh, and and then and then I hear about them with with slight pain in his voice, and I'm like, oh right, iTunes reviews are still a thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't even know how to find those anymore. I don't open iTunes for anything except to put music on my iPhone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, stay safe, everybody, and uh, sling some cards. Add all that up, I don't know what the f it means, but you got some badass perpetrators and they're here to stay.